0: Well, hello guys, and welcome to episode three of Historically Inaccurate. I'm Simon Kennedy, and often, I look, I've been trying to keep this podcast um, generic in its time frame, in where it sits in history itself, uh, because I want you guys to, to listen to it at any old time and still be relevant, but I have to confess that um, that this has been recorded, in the year of our Lord twenty twenty, and it's towards the end of twenty twenty, and we've um, you know seen the U.S. election take place. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, uh, Joe Biden has won uh, at this stage. As I'm speaking, Donald Trump, ha- Donald Trump hasn't actually uh, conceded yet. So that's uh, and it's been a, a few weeks actually. So then you'll be listening to this maybe in the future. Going, oh, that's right. I remember. I remember that. When Donald Trump was a dickhead, um, yeah, that's weird, isn't it? And it made me reflect. And in two thousand and eleven, I actually met Joe Biden. Uh, I was I was in this is this is accurate. This is accurate, by the way. We haven't gotten to the inaccurate bits just yet. But um, yeah, I was in uh, Washington at Arlington, specifically at, at the Pentagon. And um, I can I'll tell you that long winded story another time. Uh, lovely guy. I want to say, lovely man, very compassionate man, um, very cool sunglasses. I remember that, and uh, so yeah, I feel a bit, a bit excited and connected to this whole thing because I have shaken hands with President Elect at this stage, Joe Biden. Um, I also met Barack Obama on that day, and that was um, that's an that was an exciting one. I've got a good photo of me and Barack Obama, which hangs in our house, and. Uh, Barack Obama is pretty, pretty legendary. A a weird thing happened. My wife, who's an actor and she coaches people as well. We had a, had a young actress at our house. Okay. She saw the photo, this, this young lassie. And she saw the photo on the wall of me and Barack Obama. And she's gone, oh my God, oh my God, that's so amazing. And it is, it's a pretty cool photo. And I'm a bit of a tool. So that's why I have it for people to, to look at. And she goes, oh my God, when did you meet him?
1: When did you meet, oh my God, when did you meet, oh my
0: God. And I said, that was a few years ago. She goes, is that really you? I went, yeah, it's really me. She said, is that really him? I went, yeah, it's really him. She's like, oh my God, when, oh my God. When did you meet Tiger Woods? Oh, Yeah, so anyway.
2: <clears throat> I have a dream. At one small step for man. I'll be back. Yes, we can.
1: The dingo ate your baby. I don't
3: wear to duplex. Historically
0: inaccurate. This week in history, it was 2020 and famous international DJ Donald Trump released a record which won the Grammy for best album that year.
3: If you look and
0: you
1: see, this is a record. There's never been anything like it. This is an embarrassment to our country.
0: In 2010, Tom Hanks reveals spoilers for the new Toy Story 3 film, giving a hint at what's in store for his character Woody and little Bo Peep.
3: (laughs) We had a baby. So, you know, I, I don't remember any of those moments. I don't remember doing them, per se.
0: During the 2009 swine flu pandemic, Prince Charles realizes how hard homeschooling is.
1: I can't tell you how much I sympathise with the way everybody has had to endure their loved ones and the anxiety that surrounds everything.
0: 2006, and in one of Kim Kardashian's first ever TV interviews, she describes how she made that famous sex video.
2: They were speaking, yelling at me in French, so I handed him my ring, and then he grabbed me, and I was wearing a robe, and I wasn't wearing anything under it. They brought in the concierge from downstairs,
3: handcuffed.
0: Here on Historically Inaccurate, I'm, I'm very excited to be joined by one of the great historical figures of our time. And that is the Dalai Lama. Thank you for joining me. No problem. Well, how are you doing?
3: No use, complain.
0: I get you. If you want to say it like an Aussie, you say can't complain. No one listens.
3: No use to complain. That really makes differences.
0: Yeah, don't worry about it. Hey, um, could you tell me something about yourself that people might not know?
3: I'm Buddhist. My faith was Buddhism. I,
0: th- I think I think people know know that. Um, could you tell us maybe something about Buddhism? What's the most important thing to Buddhists? I think Buddha. Yeah, right. Um, reincarnation. Um, you, do you think you'll be reincarnated? Not yet. No, but you will. And when you do, what do you want to be? I don't care. God, just just pick something. Just pick something. Anything. What could? What would you come back as?
3: Uh, my response is demon with horn.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> How will you die? Some sort of illness. Oh. That's that's really sad, isn't it?
3: Really? Very sad.
0: Yeah, well, let's cheer things up with a little game show, a quiz. And it's called Dalai Lama-Geddon, Geddon, Geddon, Geddon. Are you ready to play? Okay, no problem. Great. Well, our first topic is history, and that'll be followed by a quick-fire round of general questions. Are you ready and willing? Yes, I think both. Okay, first question. In 1812, which country declared war on Britain? America. Correct. April 1846 saw the beginning of which war?
3: The Mexican.
0: Yes, the Mexican War. Which war ended in 1945?
3: The Second World War.
0: You're on fire. Which country was the first to explode a nuclear weapon and use one in the theatre of war? America first. Oh man, holy moly, you're not just a spiritual leader, you're a game show guru. That's also possible. Alright, here's one. Which actress has graced the cover of People magazine's most beautiful edition, The Most
3: Times? Real beauty is inner beauty. That's true. Uh,
0: no, it was Julia Roberts and she was on the cover four times that is wrong no it's 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 correct um let's go back to something you might know where is barack obama from
3: from africa
0: uh, uh, no america yeah but you got it wrong
3: faith and respect what faith your own tradition what are you talking about is it too complicated
0: <laughs> yeah well you just lost some points for being condescending oh look that, that means it's time for the quickfire round. I don't know. Ready? No, no. Too bad we're doing this. The Frankish kingdom included which two countries?
3: France and Germany.
0: Correct. Which Brian Adams' 1984 song began with the lyrics, I got my first real six string?
3: I think as early as 69.
0: No, it's actually summer of 69. Very sad. What is the commonly used name for World War One?
3: First World War.
0: Oh, hang on. Look, I was looking for the Great War, but let me just check. Are
3: we...
0: Okay, we'll, we'll accept that.
3: Oh, much better.
0: Moving on, which two countries are separated by Saudi Arabia, Iraq and Jordan?
3: Syria and Yemen. Wow, we're good.
0: Where is number 7,432 on TripAdvisor's Places You Must See Before You Die?
3: Oh, Afghanistan.
0: Good guess, but no, it's the big oyster in Tari. Oh, and that means time is up. Let's check the
3: scoreboard. That's not my business. Not my concern.
0: Don't you want to know how you did? China. This isn't the quiz anymore, you know that. America. Stop answering
3: Then I don't know. (laughs) Okay, goodbye. (laughs) So long. When in Sydney, the Dalai Lama chooses to stay at the Seville Townhouse. Oh. Simon is
0: dressed by Tony Barlow and John Carandonis. This has been a Grundy's production for The Nine Network. John Deeks speaking. (laughs) News. 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 Flashback. Flashback. News. Flashback.
3: 1983. On 3AW, you're talking Melbourne. Now 3AW National Network News.
0: I'm Bruce Anfield. The yacht boat Australia 2 has won the America's Cup. I've never heard of it before, but apparently it's very exciting. In entertainment, the movie Footloose is at the top of the box office. And coincidentally, I know someone who knows someone who knows Kevin Bacon, the star. In the United States, President Reagan has announced the Star Wars Missile Defense System, which is great because that movie's really popular right now. And finally, ethnic groups are up in arms over Nintendo's new video game, Mario Brothers, claiming it depicts Italians in a bad light. I don't think they should worry. I don't think that little craze will last very long at all. It's eight o'clock. Hollywood. It's always been a fascination for people over the years. But one thing more fascinating than a Hollywood star is two Hollywood stars in one family, or maybe three. Right now, I have an expert on Hollywood acting dynasties on the line. He's a professor at the University of Lithgow, and his name is Dr. Trevor Hemsworth. Trevor, thanks for joining me.
2: Yeah, hi, Simon. Uh, thanks for having me um, on your uh, on your program.
0: The pleasure's all mine. Now, before we start, Trevor, you have a Famous surname yourself. Is that a coincidence?
2: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, No. No, it's not.
0: Right. So you've written a thesis on celebrity siblings. Your last name is Hemsworth. I'm guessing you're related to the Hemsworth brothers?
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's right, Simon. I am. Uh, I am the eldest Hemsworth brother that I guess no one ever hears about.
0: Right. So we've got Chris Hemsworth, uh, Avengers and all that stuff, Liam Hemsworth, Hunger Games, uh, Luke Hemsworth from Westworld. And yourself didn't focus on acting a lot?
2: <laughs> no. No, it wasn't uh it wasn't something I was uh, focused on. My parents were, were busy driving me to uh, to spelling bees uh and that sort of thing.
0: Oh right. So- so you were more the, the academic brother, you know, going in spelling bees and stuff?
2: I wasn't uh, competing in the spelling bees. I, was, uh, I just liked to watch them. So I'd get them to drive me there to watch them. Yeah, I, never, I wasn't, wasn't very good at that sort of thing.
0: Uh, I find it hard to believe you haven't done anything in the acting caper.
2: I mean, I've done a little bit. Though.
0: What have we seen you in?
2: Well, uh, Avengers uh, Endgame.
0: Oh great! I saw that with my son. That's great. It's fantastic. Your brother Chris was Thor, in it. Who are you?
2: Yeah, I, I was his uh, body double.
0: All oh, right. Yeah. So I guess you must have a pretty heavy workout regime, uh, like your brother, to keep in in shape.
2: Well, no, because uh, in uh, Endgame, uh, Thor was quite uh, overweight, and um, so yeah, that's that's what I look like. I'm a bit, yeah, a bit wide around the earth. <laughs> There's a bit more worth in this M's worth. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> you've got a
0: good sense of humour about it. Now you've studied uh, celebrity siblings and the dynasties of Hollywood. What can you tell us about the acting sibling dynamic?
2: Yeah, well, well, there's always uh, one celebrity sibling that's less talented than the other. Uh, in in uh, in my family's case. It's uh, Luke.
0: Right. Ordinarily, I'd say yes, but but in this case, isn't it you?
2: Oh, right. Yeah. Sorry. I never thought of that.
0: Sorry, Trevor. Look, look, let's let's move on to another family. Uh, Martin Sheen, very famous actor with two famous actor sons.
2: uh, Yeah, that's right. We've got uh, Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen. And obviously, Emilio Estevez is... uh, you know, he's an accomplished actor and director on his own, uh, right? And uh, Charlie Sheen's a, a batshit crazy, and he's got uh, hepatitis.
0: Right, let me throw another surname at you, Arquette.
2: Yeah, that's right. You've got David Arquette, uh, who married Courtney Cox, and Patricia Arquette, who's a uh, who's pretty decent uh, former in her own right as well.
0: Who's the least talented there?
2: Uh, probably Courtney Cox. Yeah.
0: Okay. Massive Hollywood dynasty. The Baldwins.
2: Of course, you've got four brothers there. You've got uh, Stephen Baldwin, who um, is a bit shit. Um, Alec Baldwin. Mm-hmm. William Baldwin. I've no idea what he's done. And then Daniel Baldwin.
0: Yep. So talk us through them.
2: Of course, you've got Alec Baldwin, who is uh, the best of all, quite famous. Uh, Stephen Baldwin, who's. Uh, Oh, you know, he, he did um, he did some good stuff. And then there's William Baldwin and Daniel Baldwin, who, quite frankly, <laughs> they fell off the face of the earth. Who'd give a shit, right?
0: <laughs> exactly. Do you think there's something in the genetics that makes these people talented?
2: Yeah, well, no, clearly not, because uh, like Stephen Baldwin, he's, uh, he's he's awful, he's awful.
0: Yeah, but what about like? Maggie Gyllenhaal and Jake Gyllenhaal, they're awesome.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're both really good. Um, but they're not Stephen Baldwin, are they?
0: No, they certainly aren't. Closer to home, there's quite the dynasty in the Daddo Brothers. Many people around the world might not know who the Daddo Brothers are. What can you tell us about the Daddos?
2: That's right. So you've got, you've got Cameron Daddo.
0: He was in the Hollywood series FX, I recall.
2: We've got uh, Andrew Daddo. Became uh,
0: an MTV VJ at one stage, I believe.
2: Lockie Daddo. Andrew Daddo was a TV presenter. Lockie Daddo, I think, was a TV presenter.
0: He hosted Getaway.
2: Um, I think there might have been about uh, 14 others. Right. But they interchange. They just switch them in and out, uh, which is handy.
0: Do you think that when one sibling in the family does well in show business, that kind of inspires the others to to have a go.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, in the case of uh, of Chris, uh, my brother, mm. uh, he he excelled quite early. Uh, obviously, a really good looking uh, rooster.
0: Yeah, he is
2: a younger brother, um, and uh, and Liam, who is slightly less less attractive. Oh, right. There was some hope there, you know. So he's uh, he's put his hand up and he's had a crack. And then there's Luke, okay, who is definitely once again. Uh, less good-looking than uh, my just a younger brother, Chris. And, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, right.
2: So, but no no hard feelings.
0: No, clearly not.
2: There. No. Fine. Yeah. I'm okay with it. You, you, really. seem,
0: you seem to be. So you ended up in academia. Was acting ever something you thought you could do?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was uh, going to auditions uh, with... My younger brother Chris. Uh, a lot. We'd all go go together. Often for the same role. There's only a, a year between us, and we uh, we yep. in the face. Right. Uh, we look very similar. Mm-hmm. Well, when we did, uh, not so much these days. But uh, Chris would or actually always always beat me for, um, for the roles oh, every time. Every time. Every every time.
0: You're, you're right.
2: That's all right. No, like no hard feelings or anything. I mean I love my brother. He's wonderful. I'm very proud of him.
0: Of course you are. But that must have been tough to never land a role yourself.
2: I did once, actually. Once when I was when I was little, um, Chris and I both went for an ad for Loopmobile. Loopmobile for mobile mechanics. And uh yeah, so and the the thing is that Chris can't sing. And I uh, I when I was little I had the voice of an angel. And the ad required some singing, the loopmobile ad. Um, so at the end of the ad, um, they, they required a, you know, a little singing of the jingle, and in the audition, uh, I nailed that. Yep. So that was. Uh, Could you give us a bit? A fix the car. That was that was all we had there, to sing, and uh, yeah, Chris fluffed it, fluffed it, and uh, he didn't get a call back, and I did. And so yeah. There you
0: go. So that's something you, you've got that, haven't you?
2: Yeah, I got that. I've got that, and and I was in Endgame in Avengers Endgame as well.
0: Yep. As your brothers. Fat body
2: double. Yeah, look, that, I mean, there were some, still some uh, prosthetics and stuff.
0: Yeah, of course.
2: It wasn't all like that I'm fat.
0: No. No. B- but you are a little bit fat.
2: Yeah, you know, look, that's not really important.
0: So, who is your favorite celebrity acting family? Favorite celebrity siblings?
2: My favourite would be John Cusack and Joan Cusack. They are my favourites. I, I like them. Yeah,
0: John Cusack, Joan Cusack, they're awesome.
2: There's another Cusack as well.
0: There's another Cusack? Who's that? Far. Far Cusack. Far Cusack, God.
2: <laughs> uh, got you with that one.
0: Uh, you did.
2: <laughs> oh, mate, I should have got into stand-up comedy because I would have been... The only Hemsworth uh, doing stand-up comedy.
0: Yeah, I actually am a stand-up comedian. Really? Yeah, over 20 years.
2: Could you, um, I reckon you could put in a word or something?
0: Uh, we Look, uh, uh, Professor Trevor Hemsworth, it's been great talking to you.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks. Thanks, Simon. Seriously, like I, I would like to have a go at stand-up comedy.
3: Hey,
1: have you ever been sitting at home and thinking, God, I would really like a super sensational sizzling steak and thought, I don't know how to do that. Well, I got someone here who knows how to do that. It's super heavyweight champion Mike Tyson. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hey, Steve, it's really great to be here. I'm sensational. Yeah, you are. So what's going on here? What are you cooking? I'm making some steak, some sizzling steak. Hold on. So you're telling me that Mike Tyson, the heavyweight boxer, he, he knows how to cook a steak? I sure do. And I'm going to help you to do it as well with my Mike Tyson Super Sizzling Sensational Steak fiddler. What's it called? It's a Mike Tyson Super Sizzling Sensational Steak fiddler. So can you sizzle steak with it? You sure can. Look at this. I've been sizzling the steak for six minutes. Mmm. You can smell the flavor. You sure can. You can smell the flavor. You can smell the spices. You put spices on there? I sure did. Well, Mike, that's fantastic. It's great. But I guess it just sizzles steaks, right? Oh, no. Steve, it doesn't just sizzle steaks. It also makes smoothies. What? You're kidding me. Yeah, look. I can just put some bananas and some milk in here and make myself a banana smoothie. So, Mike, you're telling me this Sizzle Steaks and it makes smoothies. That is incredible. You've sold me. Hey, hold on, Steve. There's more. You can't be serious. Yeah, I'm serious. There's more. So, this Sizzle Steaks, it makes smoothies, and you're telling me it does something else? Yes. It's also a steady yard piece of exercise equipment. Oh, Mike, this is too much. Ha, <laughs> ha, I know. It's crazy. You can do sit-ups on the Mike Tyson Super Sizzling Sensational Steak Fiddler. And it'll help you if you got sciatica. Oh, Mike. Oh, this thing is incredible. See, look at me. I'm building up my abs and smiling at the same time. It doesn't even feel like I'm working. Because you're not. This must be really expensive, Mike. It's not. It's only 16 payments of 5976.: uh, uh, Say that again.: Only 16 payments of 5976.: Only 15 payments of 6976.: No. 16 payments of 5976. But we got a limited stock, so you better get in very fast.: Mike, you're crazy. Oh. Don't call me crazy. I'm not crazy. Oh. Oh. I'm just trying to make sizzling steak smoothies and help people do sit-ups. I, I, I didn't mean it like that, Mike. I'm sorry. Oh. Shut up! Mike, you're incredible. You're knocking out flavor and teeth. Shut your face. Shut it. Oh. Oh. My Mikey oh. He bit my ear off. Call
0: now with your credit card, and you too can have the Mike Tyson Sizzling Steak Smoothie Sit-Up Machine. But stocks are
1: limited. And if you call in the next five minutes, you'll also get an Evander Holyfield replica ear bottle opener. I'm Mike Tyson, and I approve this message
0: well that's episode three how about that um it uh it took a little while to get that one out everyone i'm sorry about that um i don't have an excuse uh, i am quite the procrastinator um that episode was uh, written by myself simon kennedy uh, voiced by myself simon kennedy um produced um mixed by me simon kennedy um thanks to my family who put up with me going into a room and saying weird things and making noises um the next episode oh my goodness you're gonna love it um i haven't written it yet <clears throat> no idea what it's, what's gonna happen with that one because that's how it works guys this has been historically inaccurate the third installment see you for the next one take care